Hi, I'm John Booth and I am an artist and designer working across lots of different mediums. I'm based in London, but obviously I'm from up north, hence my accent. I've been in London 16 years. actually came down here to study fashion design at Central St Martins, fashion design with print, which kind of links quite nicely into the project I did with Sunspell because it's very much about print and pattern and colour and reworking shapes and their logo. My studio's in East London, and I work in ceramics, actually. So I've, I've got a few different sort of things that I work in. Ceramics and lots of work on paper, so I do illustrations. It's a grey, drizzly, <laughs> rainy day here in Hackney, but walking into your flat, and it is just full of colour. It is full of flowers, it's full of ceramics, it's full of brightly coloured vases and mugs, and I can see a, a basketball there. <laughs> it it seems obvious that colour is really important in your life as well as your work. Yeah, it's really, really true. And I guess you've come at a good time, actually. One of my best friends is a florist, my friend Adam, and I've got there's somebody coming to the house to photograph the house this week, so admittedly it's a bit neater and a bit more floral than usual. But, yeah, I really do like colour, obviously. And I think it's quite important, because I make objects that link to the fact that, you know, you would have them in your house and I, I, I'm interested in interior stuff. I'm not an interior designer, obviously, but I like playing around with stuff that you live around and I think it's quite important. So I do think it has such a direct link with how you feel. Like, it's nice to come downstairs and see, you know, my living room full of colour and texture. So it, it has a direct link and it links in with my work. So like you said, the basketball, I don't even play basketball, but I really like the colours of that sort of primary coloured basketball. And I collect, I essentially do collect stuff. So compared to a lot of my friends, I've, I've got quite a lot of stuff and there's lots of books and things, but it's all an extension of what I like. And I do, I always use it as an excuse. If I see a cool ornament at, in a vintage shop, I'm like, oh, I should get that because it's, it's research. But it's, in a way, it's research, but it's also just nice stuff that I want to live around. I also kind of collect key rings. So if you can see on my little wall mm -hmm. thing, lots of different key rings and clippy things. And I don't even wear them or... I just like them. I like collecting these sort of things. And where do you find those? Hardware shops. A lot of the stuff that I've got is from Japan as well. I've been there a few times and I really like the, the things that you can get there. These sort of clippy, decorative sort of things that allude to being functional, but they're not. I really like carabiners. I sort of collect them as well. I, I love like powder-coated metal carabiners. Again, that I'll never use, but I, I just like them. So um, today, as we said, it's more a clouds day than a Sunday. <laughs> um, but going back to your collaboration with Sunspell, you took on their historic logo, which was the sun and the clouds and the sun coming out from behind the clouds. Yeah. What did you do to research that logo and its history? It was really interesting because when they sort of pitched the idea... I was immediately really happy with it because I can relate to that. In fact, I've used sun and cloud motif in my work before because it's like when you stylize that cloud shape, it's a really satisfying thing to work with. It can look very pop looking and it almost feels quite nostalgic or quite childlike or quite retro even. Historically, it was their logo for a while and then it got dropped. And then the idea to bring it back, I thought, was such a cool idea. So I went to the archive in their factory in Long Eaton and that was really interesting to see the different iterations of the Cloud and Sun logo before and to see how it had been. There were so many different versions of it and it was there's versions where it was with font and text, which was really nice, and embroidered labels that were in the clothing. 
I guess the previous versions of it were a bit more detailed in a way, so we've really simplified it to a really sort of cartoon-esque cloud shape with the sun. And we've, there's versions of it as well where we've just got the cloud as well. So on the sort of basic Sunspell sweaters, you've got the cloud and sun as a sort of three-dimensional patch. The patches is something that I've used a lot in my work, and I think, again, it links in with my love for collecting small fashion-related objects. So patches, I think, are a really nice object in their own right. So actually, the patch thing for Sunspell is nice because you're going to be able to buy the patches individually or, well, in sets of three. So it's, I'm quite excited about that. So were you the kind of kid that had patches on your jeans where you could iron them on? I was that kid, yeah. I think I still would like to be that. But it's funny with these things. Yeah, I'm really interested in the patches because I would love the idea of people um, putting them on. You know, you could have an old Sunspell T-shirt and put, you know, the new patch onto it. And in fact, we're going to be doing something when it launches. We're going like, to rework all the T-shirts basically from Sunspell, which I'm interested in. This idea that you can like judge it up with the new patches. Tell me a bit more about the archive. What was that like going back through all these years of history, which I think, you know, the logo certainly goes back to the 1930s. Yeah. And obviously the company itself long before that. Absolutely. No, it was really, really interesting. Again, there was in the archive, there's lots of imagery from really cool sort of retro looking imagery that's been collected over the years. And it was just really fun stuff. The way even there was really cool images of how the product used to be displayed in department stores and things and that I was really into that because now it almost looks quite it looks quite kitsch but it's not meant to be kitsch but it was really cool. It isn't really nice to work at a company that has such a long history because then you can it's really nice to look at what's happened and then think okay what's how can we move it forward and make a modern cool version of these things but still very much referring to the past. No, I loved seeing the old imagery and the way all the old product, the images of the products. But then in more recent years, they've worked with a lot of really good designers. So I'm really happy to have work amongst them. You know, Sunspell have worked with Tom Brown and they've worked with J.W. Anderson. And so it was really cool to see those pieces in the archive. Really exciting stuff. And what did you take from the archive in terms of colour as well as in terms of the logo design? Yeah, it's interesting because my work is so much about colour and I think what people have said to me, which I'm quite interested in, is that maybe me working with Sunspell wouldn't have been an obvious choice, but I really like that and I think in my career, the projects that I've enjoyed the most have been with companies that might have been a less obvious choice for me, but that, and you get so much more out of it because it's, I think you can make something that's like quite unique for me and quite unique for them. So there's definitely colours. We referenced colours from the archive, like throughout the images that we looked at. There were certain colours that cropped up that we then took through into the actual the print and the colours. So there were six colours that we've chosen for like solid block coloured T-shirts. And then those six colours were used in the prints that I did for the, the all over. There's an all over print on shirt and shorts. But even the cloud colourways, so there's two different stripy clouds with the turquoise and the red and the and the sort of purpley colour and the mustard. And those were colours that I saw in images from the archive. So it's taking the old and making it new. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, but just... Yeah, and obviously when you work for a company, it's really nice to, like, to see what they've done previously. But again, yeah, pushing it forward. So it's been... We've had really nice feedback so far because I think one of the things I love the most in the collection is the, the printed shirt. And people seem to really like that because it's such a full-on print by any standard. So it's really nice to hear people say that they, they're into it. 
And tell me what we've got in front of us here now. So as you say, you don't work only, obviously, on, on fashion illustration. You work in all sorts of mediums. You mentioned ceramics. What is this? You've got some, some drawings here, yes. again, using the, the sun and the clouds in very bright colours, red, blue, yellow. Yeah. So I wanted to show you these things because I thought it sort of it, it rounds the project up quite nicely. So we're thinking of even just thinking of ways to display the collection because obviously we've done the collection and we know what it looks like and we really like it but just this idea of merchandising in a way that's in keeping with the graphics for the collection so it was really fun and as you can see I'm definitely not a technical furniture designer but I like thinking spatially and this idea of using the motifs of the sun and the cloud motif from the collection and turning it into big giant wooden cutouts we're going to display the things on so you've got a shelf there for the patches yeah (laughs) and then another shelf for product and just but actually i really like the sunspell stores look good all anyway with i like that sort of frame thing that they repeat in the stores the wooden frame that they have the clothes on so this is based on their wooden frames but then just making it really much more sort of pop for this to, to show this collection so these are early stage, these are early stages, are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this one's a freestanding display rack, and then again, you, know, you can hang hang the clothes from, yeah. from suns and clouds. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like with any project, you almost obviously you, you design the product, but another important part for me would be how to display these things. So it's like, I, th- I guess it also links back in with my work because I make objects as well. I do often think about what would be the ultimate way for these to be displayed, which again links into the way that I like to live in terms of visually how to have things around you and how to display things in a nice way. It sounds like you really enjoy collaborating with other people, with other teams. What is it that you get out of that in terms of your own work? Yeah, it's such a lot actually, because as much as I like working for myself in my studio, it makes my work life so much more interesting to actually work with companies because you end up having products and things that you would never be able to do without that company. So it's like you you use other people's facilities and other people's things that they have in place to make new things. So it's, it's nice, it's a really important part of my work. And my actual background is fashion, like I said. So to work on fashion related projects is really nice because it's just, it's kind of what I started out doing and I always want to come back to that but it's so it's like I've come full circle I've done fashion stuff interior stuff like art related stuff but I'm really this sunspell thing is kind of like a really pure version of what I like doing I've read in other interviews that you said in some of your work you've drawn on your own memories uh, from childhood of clothes and of logos. And you've talked about patches already. Is that something that you brought to this project as well? I guess it is, but I think inadvertently, I think I bring that in all of my work, maybe subconsciously actually, because I think, yeah, the patch thing, it's something that I do keep visiting and I really like stickers as well. So it's like these sort of, And I do, I think that does stem from childhood because I guess quintessentially, I guess patches are linked more with children in a way, but I don't think they have to be. I think it's this idea of, from an early age, I really liked customising things. So I was always adding to things or sewing on things. And yeah, it it feels nostalgic to me, but I wouldn't, nostalgia isn't important in my work, but I do think it actually sneaks in. I think it's nostalgia and also repetition as well in a way, because I want to inadvertently you come back to certain things like certain colorways or shapes and things because you're comfortable with them yeah so this this project does embody that there's a sense of nostalgia and fun 
Are there any particular colours or items or anything that stick in your mind from when you were a child? It was always coloured things. So I remember having a green denim jacket when I was a kid that I was really, really into. I really liked that. It's weird. Like sometimes, you, you know, when you see something, sometimes you need something to evoke your memory. But it's, I do think that, and it's quite nice. I quite like that nostalgic feeling. If you see something and you think, oh, I used to have something like that, or I liked something like that when I was younger. But I think it, even as a child, I was always drawn to really bright things. And I, I've got a twin sister. So that was kind of perfect because we shared clothes. So we just, I've always been able to wear what I wanted. So I think that feeds into my work because I didn't have boy clothes. I didn't have to. And I do think, yeah, that actually, you know, you could go quite deep into it, couldn't you? I'm interested in things being unisex or universal. So that's quite, yeah, that, that's important. And I do think that, I, I do think this about the Sunspell collection. I think the pieces are, they're pretty universal, I'd say. What other projects have you got in the pipeline? What areas are you looking <clears> at next? So at the minute, I'm in the studio. I've got a bit of a gap in between, because I try to balance my time between doing projects for companies and then also having my own studio practice. But sometimes you get you can get quite caught up working for other companies, which is great, because it's really nice. I love, as we said, I really love working with other people. But yeah, so right now I'm actually testing out new colors for ceramics. So there's 36 new colors that I'm trying. Because the, with the ceramic process, you just never know. It's really hard to get the colours that you want. And actually, I'm really keen to get a good green. Because so far in my ceramics, you won't see any green. Somebody pointed that out the other day, and I thought that was quite observant. But I've never, I haven't found a, a green yet. But I'm going to get one. So I'm doing that. Yeah, that. It's funny that that's like. It's funny even that that is. That's my week's work. That's what I've been doing this week, testing colours. But it's really fun. What kind of green is the right green? The right green is a very good. What is what would the name for it be? Like a racing green. I'm looking around this room, but obviously people can't see the room. I'm trying to think of a proper. Greens are really weird colour to me because even when I was a student, I didn't use it much in my work. So, but I'm quite drawn to it. You got a bright, bright green exactly, tea mug there. Basically <laughs> that, but more like the green that's on the basketball that we keep talking about. So, how would you what how would you describe that green? I'd say that's, yeah, it's sort of darker than an emerald green, yes. but not quite a dark, yeah, <laughs> exactly. racing green. It's so funny because it is, uh, it, green's a weird, I've got a weird relationship with it, but I like it. But I find that, because if you see even the sketches we've got, we've got in front of us, like, I'm really, I love yellow. And the yellow is something that I use a lot. And there's certain combinations that I'm, like turquoise and red, I love together. So actually, yeah, obviously there's so much theory about colour and there's so much, there's so many variants and different possibilities with it. So actually the colour thing is quite important because I think I am trying to not, as much as I want to have recognisable colour combinations, I think it's I'm now at a point where I need to kind of keep moving, moving on with it. So the green and different shades of yellow as well, actually. Green and yellow for spring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else is coming up? Doing this sort of project with Sunspell makes me want to work m more with fabric things again and sort of come back round to doing more fashion things because last year in 2019 I was doing a lot of a lot of ceramic stuff still and more interior things I also did a project with the Conran shop which was really really nice I painted a big mural for them in Korea and I'm going to be doing some more work with them so that's really nice linking again more with interiors but playing around with colours 
more ceramic things. In fact, yeah, that's what I'm really thinking a lot about at the minute is the combinations of colours and also trying to introduce colours that people don't necessarily know me for. So playing around with mixing brighter colours with neutral things in my work, whether it's textile work or ceramic work. So I think I'm learning if you mix in some neutral colours, it makes the brighter colours even more powerful in a way. All my work is, because it comes from me, it's about keeping it interesting for myself. Like, because it's funny, when sometimes when you work with a company, they want, they kind of ask you to repeat something, or they're like, oh, could you just use yellow and pink? And it's like, I could, and I do, but it's I want to challenge myself as well. Thank you very much. Thank you for showing us around. Thanks a lot. No problem.